Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Thursday, February 23rd, 2023, and we are back for the home stretch of the season following the All-Star break. Let's talk about the All-Star break real quick, talk about that game against the Utah Jazz on last Wednesday, and then get right into this game tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers. Again, won't cover too much of that game against the Jazz as it was a while ago, but we'll talk about our bets, what hit, what didn't hit. We'll touch on the movement from the Grizzly Bear Blues side of things over to Bluff City Media and what that will all look like, and then honestly get right into this game tonight. So as always, before all that, we are using DraftKings for all the odds for this episode, and I take no financial responsibility for any bets that are placed based on this podcast. So, again, that game against the Utah Jazz last week, Grizzlies won the game 117-111, to 111, didn't cover that 10-point spread like we had predicted. The under did hit, though. Under was at 239, so that hit pretty comfortably. Jared Jackson Jr. led the way for the Grizzlies with 26 points and 9 rebounds, while Kelly Olynyk somehow led the way for the Jazz with 28 points on the night. Play of the game was Jordan Clarkson over two and a half threes. That did not hit, but we did hit on Desmond Bain over four and a half rebounds. Xavier Tillman under eight and a half points. And then we closed it off with a miss on Grizzlies team total over 124 and a half points. Missed that by eight points. So all in all, three and three night going into the All-Star break. We'll take it. Grizzlies now on the other side of the all-star break looking to get things right especially as an away team completely different team on the road compared to at home so against a team like the 76ers who have been one of the hottest teams in the nba as of recently Joel Embiid, one of the front runners for the mvp at least in the top three discussion in my opinion i think he should be the favorite but vegas says otherwise but regardless philadelphia one of the best teams in the whole league currently sitting at third in the eastern conference but making a push towards those top two seeds in the east and potentially an eastern or a nba finals preview hopefully if things go the way for both these teams so as i said line currently set at philadelphia minus three and a half over under is at 230 and a half 
Philly is the second best team in the NBA against the spread right now, just after the Thunder, who are currently sitting in first. Going into All-Star break, Philadelphia was on a four-game win streak, including a good win against the Cleveland Cavaliers to close it out. I think the game finished 118-112, to 112, if I'm not mistaken. At home, Philadelphia is the best team in the NBA against the spread, covering 66% of their games at home, while Memphis is the second-worst team in the NBA on the road against the spread, covering in just 33% of their games. And then we saw these two teams play back on December 2nd with no James Harden or Desmond Bain in the lineup. Memphis won that game 117-109. It was a four-point spread on the night. Tonight, regarding injury reports, seems like the Grizzlies are getting close to healthy. Steven Adams still out, as well as Luke Kennard is out for injury, or for illness, sorry. And it looks like for the 76ers, we'll pull up their injury report here. We just have... Dwayne Dedman, currently listed as day-to-day, questionable for the game tonight. But besides that, looks like both teams are good to go. For the Grizzlies' sake, again, three-and-a-half-point underdog on the road. We have not seen Memphis win a game when they're a road underdog in the last 15. So they've lost 15 straight as road underdogs. Doesn't mean they didn't cover. just means they didn't win the game outright. So be aware if you're taking a Memphis money line. I think this paired with the fact that nine of the last ten games between these two teams have been covered by the home team makes me lean Philadelphia minus three and a half. Really, Joel Embiid is just such a problem, especially with the way that the Grizzlies are constructed currently with Steven Adams out of the lineup. I don't see a way that anyone's really going to defend him. No one in the whole league can defend him. Granted, you know the Grizzlies with their, their struggles on the interior, so I expect Joel to just feast all night. I think the Grizzlies will keep it close. Wouldn't be surprised to see this as like a four or five point game, but I think Philadelphia does just enough to get it done tonight on the spread. As far as over-under, I've been back and forth with this, so Philadelphia is one of the best teams in the NBA in favor of the over at 32-24-1. We saw the last meeting between these two teams go over the total that was set on that night, but that over was just 218.5 compared to 230.5 now, so A 12-point difference between now and then makes it a bit strange. I'm going to go under. I don't love it. Over 230 and under 230 and a half. Again, coming back from all-star break, expecting some kind of rush by some of these players. I think it's going to be a good close game. As I mentioned earlier, but both teams may be scoring in the upper 110s, maybe low teens, one teens. So I expect the under 230 to hit just barely, but I think it's going to go under that total. Also, the Wells Fargo Center is only averaging 225.7 points per game this season. So we're getting about five points ahead of that on the over-under. So I like that spot there. Going into the play of the game and Joel Embiid, I think over 32.5 points is going to be our play of the game for the night. He's averaging 33.1 points per game so far this season, which is second best in the whole NBA. Again, making that MVP push late. And feeling like he's been disrespected, and rightfully so, for the past couple years. And then with the All-Star starting spot also not given to him, Joel Embiid has kind of been on this run of you know proving people wrong and run of revenge, if you could call it that. Had 35 points last time we saw the Grizzlies and the 76ers meet up in December. So expect him to be dominant, as always. Just touched on that earlier. So I'm going to go with Joel Embiid over 32.5 points as our play of the game. Sticking with the points, we're going to go John Morant over 26.5 points. Usually it's sitting at 27.5, so to get it at 26.5, I think you're getting good value. Also, I didn't do much in the All-Star game, no offense to him, and I like the fact that he didn't push himself too hard, but he only had 28, you know, had 28 points last time these two teams faced off, so I expect a big back half of the season for John Morant and the Grizzlies as they near that final form. James Harden over 2.5 threes is our next play. 
He has hit this mark in 70% of his home games so far this season and three of his last five games before the All-Star break. Again, a lot of attention on Joel Embiid. I don't think that's going to stop Embiid, but leads to some easy kickout threes for James Harden, who has been shooting the ball a lot better as of recently from three. I expect a good game from James, as always, especially off an All-Star game snub. Expect James Harden to come back with some vengeance, uh, assuming that he behaved himself over the, the break and didn't do anything out of character for him, um, if you want to say that. So Desmond Bain over two and a half threes is our next play. I think this is great value, and I always take Desmond Bain over two and a half threes pretty much, especially at minus 110. I think this is a spot you can't miss currently. He's hit this in four of his last seven games and finally started to shoot at a higher volume the month of February after a slow January in terms of shots taken. So I like Desmond Bain over two and a half threes. We also go, or yes, over two and a half threes. Then we're going to go Desmond Bain over three and a half assists. He's hit this in five straight games. We have normally seen this line at about four and a half. So to see it at three and a half, I think is great value. Again, John Morant's going to get his points tonight, but I expect Desmond Bain, as always, to be a big part of the offense as a facilitator, especially in minutes that we don't see John Morant on the floor. So I think Desmond Bain over three and a half assists is great value considering what he's done as of recently. And then we'll close it off for the game today against with DeAnthony Melton over one and a half threes. So he's hit this in four of his last eight for the month. He had three in this game against Memphis in December, and I really just think it's based off him playing the Grizzlies, and it seems like with Kyle Anderson and then him the last time out where he had 13 points that these guys play well when they play against the Grizzlies when they're returning, so I expect him to have a good night tonight, hit two threes. Again, a lot of other guys on the court who are going to be taking a lot of the Grizzlies' attention, so it's not crazy to think that he's going to get some open looks. Just got to knock him down. Only at one and a half. It's someone who shoots 40% from three. I think it's good value. Should play 20-25 minutes minimum, maybe up to 30. He had 34 in that game against the Cavaliers before the break, so you're going to get shots. You're going to get the minutes from DeAnthony Melton. Just needs to knock down two to catch that. So, again, that's all for the game tonight. Slowly working back into it, trying to stay with the idea of a shorter smaller card give you guys things that i think are better winners rather than just kind of throw stuff and hope that something hits we'll be back for the game that the grizzlies play against the denver nuggets on saturday back in memphis so looking forward to that and then the main news exciting news obviously is that grizzly bear blues will be moving over and acquired by bluff city media so make sure to follow all their twitters which will be on my twitter at GrizzBearBets, all that stays the same. My personal Twitter, at ChaseBobbit9, stays the same. So make sure to be tapped in on the Twitter to get all the information regarding this move and be able to read up on that at GrizzlyBearBlues.com. Again, thank you guys as always for listening, and I'll see you guys on Saturday for the game against the Nuggets. Have a good one.